When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. John Wertheim here. It is this week's Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. It is day 11 at the Australian Open. It is Thursday, and today we sat down with Goran Ivanisevic for uh, for a fun talk. Goran was just inducted into the Hall of Fame along with Conchita Martinez. Both of them also are coaching players that, as we record this, are still in the draw. Djokovic, who is working with Goran, in part plays Roger Federer tonight, their 50th career meeting. And Conchita Martinez, of course, is coaching Garbinia Muguruza, who is in the semifinals and having a nice resurgence. But uh, this is a great talk with Goran, who always was one of the more colorful quotes in tennis. Candid doesn't quite paint the dimensions of uh, how he approaches everything, from his tennis to his interviews, one of the reasons he is so well-liked. So let's get right to it. Here's a fun conversation with Goran Ivanisevic. First, Goran, congratulations. Thank you. 2020 Hall of Famer. How do they let you know this? How do, they, how do they inform you that you've been inducted? Uh, Todd. Todd Martin just called me and uh, told me the news. First time he didn't tell me the nicest news. I mean, In I previous years. Pre- I mean, you can be only twice, I think, nominated. So that was my last chance. He called me and I was... You know, this... It's, you are so happy. This is the news that you want to share with uh, everybody, but you're not allowed. You're not allowed to, it's, no, it's like going no. on a game show or something, yeah, you can't he, tell he anyone. He told me, man, keep it quiet till you come uh, to Australia. But I s- <laughs> kept quiet for a couple of days, then I said to my wife, and then uh, before I came to Australia, on the, maybe at the preseason, I said to the team, I said to Novak. To you the, told Novak. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted him to knew from me, not uh, from the, yeah, exactly. uh, somebody else. And uh, he, he kept it a secret. He kept it a secret. Uh, everything, every, and the end, every, every, all the all the procedure end up great. Uh, here, the news came out. Uh, I received at least two hundred text messages. That's great. And uh, is it a big deal? I mean, American athletes, very big deal. If you're a football player, a basketball player, a baseball player, it's all about the Hall of Fame. Was this something you thought about? Uh, I never thought about to be. I mean, I thought about to become the best I can in tennis. And uh, but then after after I finished my career, you know, when I saw these uh, people getting elected uh, 
And then I uh, started to wonder, okay, may, should I, 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 if I going to be elected one day, and then year passes, nothing happening. I didn't know how is that uh, going, uh, how many years has to pass before you. And yeah, then, before you, right, right. And then uh, I was elected one year, actually two years ago. Didn't make it, and then now. Now you're in. I'm in. You want to give us a preview of your speech? Uh, no, no, because you I about did. It? Uh, yeah, I thought about but this speech. I have five to seven minutes, seven minutes. This speech is going to change for sure in the next five months, and definitely it's going to change when I come on the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that would be true. That would be uh, on brand. We say that would be true to your character. If you definitely, it's going to change. Uh, uh, I'm going to add up something. I'm going to miss something, but I'm not going to forget the people who are who are important to, uh, for me, who, who helped me to, to come even there and to achieve everything. You look up Goran Ivanisevic on the internet and you see two things. You see wild and crazy guy and you see, obviously, the, the Wimbledon title. Do you ever think that a couple of inches in one match on one day is what is really a, a big definition in, in your in your life, in your career? Well, it looks like. Unfortunately, sport is pretty cruel. Uh, sport is nice, but in the other sense, it's cruel that, uh, and I'm perfect example, nobody cares if you're second. And 1990, would, 1992, it's... 94, 98, but who cares? And I would not be sitting here with you now, we're not giving this interview, I would not be in the Hall of Fame if I would not win that uh, Monday final. So it's, it's very, very clear, very simple. Uh, uh, one match, one thing, uh, one tournament can change your life. Uh, if I could do better in my career, yes. Could you're, be worse. you're in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, but uh, this is a, this is a war. This is, a, you know, I can do whatever. Uh, they were telling me I was like this, I was like that. But in the end, uh, I think, uh, uh, and my fans, this is what I like. Uh, fans recognize I, I, I won in the votes of fans, which is very... The fan, the fan vote is what got you into the Hall of Fame. I was going to ask you about that. That must be extra special. Uh, yeah, but not only fans, also the, the committee and I don't know whoever, uh, whoever is right to vote uh, except fans. Uh, so it's... it's, it's I always how wanted is to... the procedure going, uh, which I'm not uh, very familiar you're, you're in. Don't, don't worry mean, about the particulars. I mean, don't worry can about it. Kick me out. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't worry about the details. Did, did I hear right? Did, did you warm up with Novak the weekend you won Wimbledon? You hit with him? Uh, did I get that story right? Uh, not weekend before, but I, I hit. Uh, I was practicing in uh, Nikki's Academy, Pilic, who was my coach, and uh, Novak was there. And. Uh, Pilic told me he is one kid, 14 and a half years old, who is going to be the best tennis player in the world in the future. I said, okay, let's hit with him. He's from Serbia. That young, small, skinny kid comes. Yeah, we, 2001, that would have been, yeah. We play, yeah. we play tennis, and a uh, couple of years after, this young uh, little kid is uh, one of the best tennis players in the world, and who knows, maybe the best... Uh, 
ever in the history of tennis, I hope. You think? Uh, for past, ever, you know, everyone's for, played this game. And... For past nine years, he is. By statistic, mm -hmm. by winning Grand Slams, by every winning matches, he is by far number one. Uh, what's going to happen when they finish all three the career, we will see. But it's always, you know, maybe you like more Federer, maybe the other guy likes more we're, Nadal. We're neutral, we're neutral. And everybody likes different styles, but uh, they're not, they didn't say bye-bye uh, yet. They're still going to have a couple of years of playing and uh, a, lot of, a lot of things is going to change. A lot of records are going to be broken and hopefully Nova can do that. Nice kid, age 14. Very nice. Uh, I know that after he gave me the, the brought me the chocolate on the court because uh, he thought uh, I should feel uh, not feel dizzy <laughs> and and uh, have some energy. He brought you chocolate. He brought me chocolate. I hope he pays you in something other than chocolate yeah, right now. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Doesn't uh, Yeah, for sure. But nice, uh, nice kid. Even as a he was a nice kid. He was. Uh, he was always different. What do you mean? But. Uh, he, I was following him after, you know, he was, uh, as a kid, he was different, uh, uh, different thinking, uh, the way his, uh, his life de developed, the way he is on the court, the way he is off the court, the way he's uh, uh, also, he's, uh, I mean, national hero in his country and uh, we had the problems before and, you know, he took me as a coach. Uh, Oh, Croatia and Serbia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but his way of thinking is completely, you know, he's uh, free of that. He, he, he support. Uh, I was always a huge support over him before even I became his coach because he, he was for me number one in the world. And he, he I always liked to watch him, support him. And, and to be honest, I was kind of a little surprised when I received this phone call to come be his coach last year to join the team. Uh, yeah, we had always good relation. We were friends, but still, you know, uh, you know, not because I'm a bad coach, but you know, you just, you know, he was number one, you know. So I didn't know why he wants uh, to add some more people in the in the team. Lower ball toss. No, you 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 brought some changes to his you game. See, it's always they always those people they want to learn every day. Atmosphere, uh, different perspective, different. You know, Marian is a great guy and the easiest person to work. Uh, we get along very good together. We know each other for 30 years. Actually, we play against each other. 30 you years. and Marian Vida. Yeah. yeah. But what? What? Are, keep going with that. What? What don't people get about Novak? What don't people understand? But they don't understand how simple he is, you know. Uh, sometimes I don't like, okay, Federer is a favorite, uh, crowd favorite. But still, you know, uh, people, they have uh, wrong perspective and they say he's trying too hard to be liked, which I don't... You're talking about Novak, Novak now, or Novak. that Novak's trying too hard to be liked? Yeah, that's what the people right. are. I disagree I, I, with that. I disagree with that. He is so simple. He be, he has believes. He believes in his food, what he eating. He believes in his stretching. He believes in some things. I could never eat uh, like he is eating. <laughs> but he is very and his way of uh, talking, way of thinking, way of uh, and that's him. And uh, you know, some people they don't like him because of that, but that's wrong. You know. He, 
because they cannot do the same thing, so let's not like him, which I think is wrong, wrong thinking. He's a very simple guy. For me, it's easier to understand because we speak the same language, mm -hmm. it's the same mentality. There was one country before, and uh, Balkan people are very funny. He likes to joke, mm -hmm. he likes to have fun, he likes to make uh, jokes to other people, and uh, and it's not, you know, he's never going to be Swiss, he's not going to be Spanish. He's a guy from Serbia, very simple, and a great tennis player. And uh, let me let me ask you about that. Somebody said to me once, you know, it's sort of this game that people that follow tennis and who's going to be the best ever and why is Rafa so, you know, it's sort of the characteristics of the players. And somebody said people understand Switzerland and it, it's skiing and chocolate and watches and people understand Spain and it's bullfights and people go to Barcelona and you say Serbia and a lot of people don't have a a concept necessarily. And somebody gave me this theory and said maybe that's one reason that, that Novak has a harder time punching through than Roger Rafa, that people don't understand the Balkan culture. A, do you, do you buy that? Does that make sense to you? And, and B, do you... I mean, what, what yes, do you think? Yes, no, maybe, maybe it's a possibility, but uh, in, the, in the end of the day, who cares very from? Hmm. I mean... Uh, Especially in this sport, right? In this sport, uh, yeah, okay, market, Switzerland, you know, Spain, uh, but uh, he worked as much or the same like all of them, doesn't matter where you're coming from, doesn't, but people, they have uh, generally, I think, uh, when you say, ah, it's East Block, Balkan, they kind of look at you different. Doesn't matter if it's Serbia. It's also with this happening with Croatia. Also happened all this. You know. You felt that? Yeah, I, I got that a lot of times. Like ah, Balkan. I say, say what? Man, what we are, we stink, or we don't, we are not good enough, or we are kind of look at the success of uh, people there. It's much higher because we, kind of in our minds that we have to show them all the time something that we are better. That at least that we are like them and they are not better than us they're not even uh, we are same people they live there we live here uh, so probably probably some this this uh, all this balkan they look at is in in the different eyes but uh, i tell you he, he is very funny and and uh, and and different okay he, he show his emotion on the court maybe people they don't like when he breaks the record but you have to break sometimes <laughs> you have to show the emotion he shows the emotion more than Federer and and uh, Nadal definitely but uh, well I mean, uh, you I have to respect what the guy achieve and and what kind of person he is he, he's uh, he's giving back uh, to uh, to the uh, worst thing you can say about him is he Rips a shirt or uh, throws a racket, we're all doing okay. Who cares? Yes, his charity gives back to the people who is uh, always uh, playing with the kids. He's always there for somebody. So, uh, but you cannot change the people. You cannot tell the guy, hey, support Novak. I mean, the people they're going to choose whoever you like they who you choose. like. Yeah. Let me ask you about you. I'll, I'll edit this out if it's embarrassing. Personal story. First time I think I ever covered an ATP event. Toronto, 1998, and they said, you've got to meet 
Ivanisevich. You're going to love this guy. He's a crazy guy. I said, all right, well, that's, that's cool. And then they came up to me and they said, uh, yeah, sorry, he can't do it because he has a black eye. He has an injury and uh, he can't see out of his eye. He might need stitches. And I said, was, was it a bar fight? And they said, no, 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 something happened in his doubles match. He may have run up against someone, but he can't talk to that you now because he's getting stitched. something. What happened? I never knew. Uh, I never found out what happened. Do you remember what that? What happened? Uh, very simple. What happened? Me and Filipus is playing doubles. I'm standing at the net. He missed the first serve. Ball comes to me, and I see the ball boy. So I wanted to hit, hit him. I mean, what did he do? Hit the ball with the head and give it to the ball boy. But I didn't see Filipus is running and wanted to do the same thing. <laughs> so he hit me with the forehead and he broke, uh, I had uh, like four stitches here. Because you and Philippoussis knocked heads, both of you he trying was, to head a, a he, tennis ball. He knocked my head and I said, where are you going, man? You are behind me. The ball is coming to me and you are Australian. You don't know nothing about soccer. Uh, so why you... But he it, just it, knocked me. He was like, uh, and I'm lying down seeing all these little birds. And the umpire asked me, can you continue to play? I said, are you crazy? What? So they took me in the locker room, stitched me. And yeah, that's uh, what I never, I never found yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a should, great story. I, I never, uh, <laughs> I never heard that one. Yeah, I had a couple of stitches, but. All right. Good story. I didn't, uh, I never yeah. knew that one. Um, let me ask you real quick. I was interested in something you said. Um, I, I don't remember where I even read this. And I apologize to the person who got this. But I was really interested in what you were saying about tennis and data. Because it seems as though lately, tennis was very behind the times, and then all of a sudden, everything is about data and positioning and momentum and algorithms. And uh, it, it sounded like, from what I read, it sounds like you're maybe a little skeptical of data. Uh, it's too much. Data. Too much. Too much. I have nothing to do against statistics. Uh, I, I even realize some some things they have data when I played and I picked some things why I did this but uh, in the end I feel real uh, think too much about statistic and you forgot what you have to do on the court who cares what the other guy is going to do I mean uh, he knows that you watching data he knows you were statistic he, they play each other 30 40 times I mean and then you tell him something, eh, statistically, he missed 10 returns yesterday. And then against him, he puts all, and then, it, ah, you told me. Fuck you, you I told you, I didn't <laughs> tell you. You know, I, I am the guy who, who likes to, you know. Intuition, if you play on, I, on okay, heart. Not too much intuition, but uh, in, in the matches, you, you have to just uh, think about yourself. What things you have to do. What your opponent is going to do, nobody knows. Okay, statistically, last five matches, he deserved more here, served more there, but who knows, maybe he's going to change that against you, maybe not. So, too many things, too many uh, information, uh, too, too many. I, I like statistics, but this is getting too much. Last question. You've had a lot of, uh, I've seen this, this week especially, in part because of Novak, but in part because of this Hall of Fame announcement, you've been very much around the, the tennis scene. What, where, where is the sport right now? 
mean, where do you see things from a culture standpoint, from a locker room standpoint, from a playing standpoint? I mean, you've seen all different angles of this, and you're very much in the mix. Where Where is tennis in 2020? I think tennis in 2020 is in a good position. Uh, you have uh, these three guys, you have young guys coming up who are breeding but not uh, ready yet. Uh, okay, one of these two young guys is going to be in the final, which is good for tennis. Uh, Talking team and team is very yeah. But uh, I don't put team. Team is young, but team already played twice mm. the Grand Slam final. Yeah. So I expect he's cl- that closer to 30 than he is to 20. Yeah, so uh, he's not yeah. in that category, more Zverev than. Uh, and, uh, I think tennis, after these three guys, in a great position. Uh, you have so many young guys, Tsitsipa, Shapovalov, uh, Russians, uh, Medvedev, uh, so it's 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 uh, it's good. Uh, Australian Open breaking records every year. More and more people, uh, uh, kids, uh, they like it. People, they like it. Okay, maybe one two more records can be broken uh, per match. Uh, more little. You're, you're okay with a little more entertainment. Uh, I am okay always with that. Uh, tennis is good. Tennis is improving, uh, oh. it's aggressive, it's, it's, uh, I like some guys, how they play. Uh, so it's, it's uh, in my perspective, looks good. Uh, That's great. Uh, okay, changes, uh, every player traveling with the team. It, they are not friends like we were before, you know, talking in the locker room. Uh, you, know, you know what I say about that, though? That means there's, there's more money in the system and you can afford it. And when you were playing 20 years ago... You probably couldn't afford to have five guys. In a, in a way, the teams is a is a sort of an offshoot of growth. It is, but it was different, uh, different. But still, I think social media changed a lot perspective mm-hmm. of the sport. Uh, and uh, how's that? Now they all, uh, you know, you know, you know, they posting it. You know, uh, you know, for the fans. You know, uh, every minute where is. Novak, where is Roger, where is Rafa, you can't hide anymore, you know, <laughs> Every, it's like uh, Big Brother is following you from the air, you know, so it's, it's uh, you know, fans are controlling, uh, you know, like how many fans you have, how many people is following you, how many is there, but, uh, you know, it's a huge money, the prize money went, uh, which is good for the players, you know, they can afford uh, all the team, which I like it. I think there should be even more for this uh, first round. So they, they, this uh, lower rank player, they can afford the mm-hmm. coach, they can afford uh, to travel more. Right. But overall, I think it's uh, tennis is in a good position. So it's great. You would have been great, especially in your playing days in social media. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Thanks. I be following you on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Congrats. That was, fun. Uh, that was a great conversation. Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank Thanks. All right. Thanks to our guest, Goran Ivanisevic. Nice for him to spend some time, uh, especially during this busy week. That was, uh, that was a fun conversation. Um, a lot in there and some insight into Novak Djokovic as well. Nice bonus. Um, we will have another podcast next week. Um, thanks for listening. Enjoy the final weekends, everyone. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Feel free to leave a review. Feel free to continue uh, to pepper us with guest suggestions. They're always appreciated. Uh, I'm John Wertheim. I'll be back in New York next week and we'll do another one in seven days. Take care.